0: Anyways, this is what we do seven days a week, right around 7.30 a.m. And we start off by congratulating people who are doing the work. Uh, So Sam, congratulations for doing the work. Uh, Your card will be in the mail. It'll go in the mail today, but will obviously go out tomorrow. Uh, As we move on to the daily financial news, a couple of quick things. Um, I don't know, where do I want to start? Let's start with retailers. One of the things that I don't know if you've picked up on the retail sector is more and more brands like Nike, Adidas, Ralph Lauren, Crocs, things of that nature. They are starting to reduce the quantities of items that they sell at big retailers, and they are looking to control more and more of their footprint. They have their own stores. They have their own online presence. Uh, This is probably a trend that will continue for the foreseeable future, uh, but again, it will reverse at some point, likely in a recession. But again, this is something that's very common as a as the economy strengthens. People want to control. They want to control more of their brand. They want to control price points. They don't want to see huge discounts, things of that nature. It's interesting to see that going on now, especially with supply chain issues. You are seeing them hold more of the inventory for their stores. And things of those nature. So again, these are just things you watch in an economy. You know, because it is it is ever changing, ever going on. So uh, lots of good stuff. I thought we should talk about the jobs market. Uh, there's a lot of, in my opinion, biased or skewed views. A lot of people are looking at one or two variables of the job market, and making an opinion, spinning a story. Uh, so I thought we'd go over all the facts that I've collected and really for me, the job market today in 2022, right? January, 2022 is very good, especially for the employee. The employee has the power. In fact, they have the power like they've never had in my adult lifetime. Uh, And that's a good thing, right? I think for a long time, the, I don't know, top 1% has collected more than their fair share. And today, uh, the power is with the employee. But that is messy. That is absolutely messy. Because what you have is when you have the masses, right? There's obviously more employees than executives. It is a very messy market. And while the market is strong, while people have options, while people are getting raises, it is messy. And you have a lot of that going on today. So, again, we had record quits uh, at least two months in a row, might actually be three. We have openings, right? Not quite record openings. I think we were down 600,000 from the month before, but still more openings than people looking for jobs. Wages. Wages are up. In fact, I've been telling you for about six months now that this is the start of a wage inflation cycle. Uh, I think the last reading they were up 4.2 percent just this past Friday. One of the things that I think is going underreported, underreported, is the trades. Right, electricians, um, truck drivers. Right, the the trades are really struggling, and I think this actually has a lot to do with probably the bias of colleges, I guess, right? One of the things that has always been true is getting a trade is a great way to establish a career that often earns six figures. And I think there's a lot of trades that for whatever reason have not been deemed sexy or not been deemed a good job or who wants to work with their hands. And I think that is a mistake. I think what you will see is we we just have to have real discussions. I do not think college is for everyone. In fact, I think too many people go to college because they just like that's the path and they don't really enjoy it and thus get a lot of debt and we have the debt structure we have today. I think there needs to be a uh, an understanding that uh, trades are very valuable. So hopefully that is something that changes in the future because right now there are uh, a bad it's a bad trajectory. We have you know more people exiting than entering in some trades, which is an issue. Unemployment rate is going to be often talked about. It went under 4% in the last reporting, 3.9%. There is a U3 and a U6 and all of that. Don't sweat it. The U3 number last December was 6.7%. So clearly better, right? The employee has options. They can find jobs. Other things going on is the participation rate. The participation rate is down. What this means, folks, is there's about, depending on who's counting, 2 to 2.5 million people less people working. That is, um, you know, that's basically there's 1.5 to 1.6 million people who retired or retired early. And there's about 700 to 900,000 people kind of self-employed, side hustle, things of that nature. That's the best reconciliation of where the 2.5 million people are. So again, what does this mean? That means, in my opinion, trying to be unbiased as possible, we are at full employment. The Fed, as I've said for quite some time, is uh, late. Now they must overreact or react with urgency and I think we are going to learn a lot on Tuesday. I believe Jerome Powell speaks Tuesday. It might be Wednesday, but I think it is Tuesday. This is is the most important thing. Is is Jerome Powell, is he going to um, continue to have a backbone and squash inflation, or is he going to act like Greenspan and just spin a yarn and be weak. I think we're going to find out Tuesday. My hope is he's more like Paul Volcker because I think we've got to take the medicine now because if we don't take the medicine now, we will get the medicine eventually and we will pay it with interest. Not good. Uh, I saw a little comment come up. Sorry, I didn't read it all. Uh, Sounds like you got the course and you're asking where to find a buy box. First off, welcome to the course. It's amazing. Nearly 3,000 individuals now are part of it. The buy box is something you will define. Uh, What I tell you is typically look in your backyard because the first thing you need to do is learn a skill. Your buy box will be a set of variables that allows you to uh, have 20 to 40 active listings. I talk about it a bunch in the course. It is there. Join the Facebook group. You've got, I don't know, 1,200 people there that can help you as well. So Welcome to the course. Enjoy. Do the work, right? Do the work. So see you in there. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, I read a report about from Morningstar. If you watch my uh, millionaire series experts, one with Anna Kelly, I think it was a month ago, she talked about the 4% withdrawal rate changing to 3.3. Sure enough, Morningstar reported that today, or at least I read the article today, And it basically says the old rule of thumb, having a million dollars when you retire is broken. Morningstar saying is, okay, you're 65 or 67 years old. You got a million bucks put away. And now instead of 4%, you take 3.3. Folks, that's $33,000 a year. That's $2,750 a month. As somebody who doesn't work, my insurance is most of that right? for uh, for Olivia and I. That is... uh, that is not enough. We need to think about something else. Obviously, cash flow, rentals, pay down, all of that is what we're talking about. But yeah, I, I, uh, I wouldn't be excited about living on $33,000 a year. That's, uh, that's scary. More and more data being reported about what came out from the census. The census, I think, released their report about six weeks ago. But it is very clear that Illinois New York, and California are losing residents. Uh, Those three states together lost about a million people. Uh, And Florida, Texas, and Arizona gained over 600,000. Obviously, there is red and blue in these states. There is no secret there. I am wondering, what does this mean? Does this mean Illinois, New York, and California even get deeper blue because I'm guessing that the people that leave probably lean red. Does that mean that uh, people of Florida, Texas, and Arizona get deeper red? I don't know. But this is, this is something I think about because population can have a big impact on housing, right? Is there a, this sucking sound from California and specifically the Bay Area and L.A.? And Are there people landing in Texas like Austin or Miami? Then you have to ask yourself, were they ready? The big thing I think you've seen in the last year in the housing market is the markets that saw population increase. I think Boise, Idaho is the most obvious example. Boise, Idaho, again, I spoke with their senior economist, what, six months ago, four months ago. The population... um, increase in Boise was not out of control or wasn't crazy high. However, it was more than they expected. They weren't ready. It is far easier for people to move to a new location than for that location to build housing, right? One comes before the other, and that's what we're seeing across a lot and a lot of organizations. It is very clear, folks, that rates are going up. I've talked about this for a long time. If you watch my channel, you know that I was so concerned about it that uh, I personally refi debt. We talked about it a lot, always tell you what I'm doing. Uh, But yeah, rates are going up. Again, what do I think happens? First, if you're in the mortgage industry and uh, you're a processor or something of that nature, I would be concerned about my job. I think there are a bunch of kind of these online big mortgage houses that are going to shrink. Their cost structures will not support a refi environment that's down 60, 70, 80%. They've been feasting for a couple of years and they are about to go hungry. Second, transactions. As we've seen and I've reported endlessly, rates going up does not hit values, at least quickly. What will be hit quickly is transactions. So real estate agents realize that you may get some upfront pull from people off the fence, but you may have a slowing base of buyers. And finally, for you and me, one rental at a time, family, I am super excited. I don't know about you, but I hate it when my buy box has seven days, 15 days, 20 days of inventory. I want it to have two, three, four months of inventory. I want to be able to do the work. I want to be able to find the motivated seller. I want to find undervalued or misrepresented properties. That's how we find great deals. In a market where there's no inventory and endless amounts of buyers, it's tough. It's hard. I am so excited by what is coming our way. Um, that is very, very cool. One question for you, if you're a stock market investor, I've been thinking about what's going on and kind of relating it to my dot-com days. What is worse, a huge one-day crash or a slow bleed? Again, in my investing career, there's obviously been like the 1987 um, crash. There's been a flash crash, a taper tantrum. Or do you want a slow bleed that takes you out over 90 days, three to six months. For me, a flash crash or a one-day kind of crash are seemingly easier to handle, right? You're at work, you missed it, the machine, the algos took over. You can kind of go home and go, darn it, I missed it. I couldn't do anything. But the slow bleed, the pain that goes day after day after day, that eats at you. At least it ate at me. And watching my balance go from 200 down to ultimately 40 was painful because what happened is every day, every evening I went home, uh, I couldn't sleep. I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. Right, Clearly an emotional investor. But yeah, it's, it's the slow bleed that eventually gets you. And I think we may be in for that in some stocks in some areas. So be careful out there. If, it, if your stock portfolio keeps you up at night, that's probably a sign. And then lastly, we've got the CPI and PPI coming out this week. I've actually got estimates now. Estimate actually is 7% for CPI. That was the over-under we gave you yesterday. Uh, I told you I was going to be at 7.2. 7.2, I think it comes out Wednesday. And then PPI uh, actually is 10%. I was shocked to see that. People are calling for 10% PPI. I don't want to believe it. ah, Double digits? Oh, yeah, 10%. I'm going to go under, but I'm going to go under barely. I'm going to go 9.9 for PPI, I think comes out Thursday this week. So, in the end, folks, have a wonderful day. Hopefully, we speak with Laura Morby uh, this morning, but I haven't gotten confirmation, so we'll see if that happens. Otherwise, got a couple of videos coming out later today that Matt and I recorded on Friday, so you can enjoy those. I'm just making sure there's content for you. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye.